This is former TNA World Champion Raven, and you're listening to TNA Cross the Line Podcast. Quote the Raven, nevermore. And don't cross the line. Or do cross the line. I'm not really sure if you're supposed to, you're not supposed to. I don't know. Eh, whatever. You get it. TNA Wrestling. Cross the Line. And we're back with episode 201 of the TNA Cross the Line podcast. I am Bob Conning Jr. And with me, as always, is Dallas Gridley. And Dallas, happy Thanksgiving. You too, man. Around, uh, you know, around Approximate. the Approximate. Approximately yeah. Thanksgiving. I'm so full of turkey and mashed potatoes, dude. Yeah, dude, I'm so tired. Because <laughs> of the type 2 diabetes. Can I just tell you that ever since that you said you had that, I just go into work every day and I'm like, guys, I might have diabetes like my friend. And then they said, do you have symptoms? And I said, I don't know the symptoms. And then they started listing stuff. And I said, no, I don't got none of that. I just I just do the pee a lot thing. Well, that, yeah, maybe. Are you tired a lot? No. Okay, good. Not like you. You're fine. I'm not anymore. Before I was always tired. But I got hit by a car, and then I got my blood work, and then I have type 2 diabetes. Who would have ever thought that getting hit by a car was a blessing in disguise? Yeah. I really needed that wake-up call. It showed you who your true friends are, as, uh, you know, some get angry because you can't make it to their house for a party. And, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, some friends are like, you know, you get hit by a car on Sunday, and then they're like, "Hey, are we still recording on Thursday?" And I'll be like, "Yeah, I just got hit by a car four you days know, ago." Sometimes don't your know friends, if I'm gonna be. Sometimes like your friends think that you're up. just sitting on the couch, so that yeah, it was probably be fine. Or you know, you you end a four year relationship with someone, and then you tell your buddy, and he's like, "But are we still good for Sunday?" <laughs> And it's like, you, you just, I don't know, man. I'm just not mentally in it right now. And he immediately panics and then texts our other buddy saying, hey, the pod's over. <laughs> I don't know who did that. That's weird. Yeah, that's weird. That was a weird one. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty weird. Did you ever think that maybe like the podcast is just good to get your head off of like, you know. Your your emotions and like getting hit by a car or something. I don't know. It was just a thought. Like if it was me, no, was because I wouldn't so... be able to enjoy it. I wouldn't be able to enjoy it. I'd be sitting well, there in what. pain, unable to move. By the way, because it hurt anytime I moved. So I would have to just <laughs> sit there. I think that TNA comfortably watch the TNA show. That sounds like hell. I think that TNA is um, always enjoyable. Um, it's a great way to get your mind off of things. That's true. You have not gave, you have not given a TNA show a thumbs down in about two years. Yeah, we did talk about that recently. It is pretty embarrassing. And then um, the one time I I remember one time I had to basically force you to say it was a thumbs down. 
because you enjoyed the final 13 minutes of a show so you're like ah it's good i gave it a thumbs down um in 2004 thank you very much on pay-per-view number 89 okay that's the last time so it's been a little while what's the date of that show i don't have a date right now i just have it by the okay, well, date. they made it to like a 111 and so that would be september so 90 would be 20 weeks roughly so 89 so that's about probably February. Yep. I bet you it's the episode with Dustin Rhodes. <laughs> and Jeff uh, Jarrett. Anyway. The anyway. Is it? Are you looking it up? No, I'm not looking it up right now. Oh, fuck. I'll look it up. Because, no, because Cage Match has the, date, the numbers wrong. You can't trust it. I'll, I'll know. I'll know by just. It might be right on wrestlingrecaps.com now. I don't really want to go on that one. Fuck wrestlingrecaps.com. I know. That website sucks. Yeah. Um, Uh, You said 89? Yes. It was pay per view 89. Okay. You know, guys, I did not get on here uh, to be bullied. No, it's not that. Okay. So it's got to be on Cage Match, it's got to be. I think it's is it higher number? I can't remember. So it would be ninety. Cause mm. that one. Yeah, was it might hair. be ninety. Well, because you got to remember. Oh, I think it's ninety. One. Yeah. I think, okay. What was, I think it's 90 what was this? The there's a tag team title tournament. Oh yeah, it's definitely ninety then. Yeah, because like 80, 88 is a America's X Cup special. America's X Cup. Yeah, and that has uh, ICP against David Young, Gilberti, and Kid Cash. Oh boy. Okay, so it's one of those. I don't. I don't think you'd give the X Cup a thumbs up. I don't know. Dude. I Some think... of those X Cup were pretty, pretty hard to get through. Yeah, but it's the second X Cup it was like okay. Teddy Hart and Hoovy. Oh uh, no, that one was pretty good. Yeah. Anyways, it doesn't matter, guys. It's the past. Bob is just mad because I but, love So basically, it's since March of 2004. There hasn't been a bad show. That's such a fucking lie. There's not. You're so biased. I've given some in the middle. Yeah, because you're if I say you have a ability of having a concrete answer. No, if I say it's in the middle, it's not a good show. And if I say something's down, then it's, like, really bad. Okay, so you're saying middle is down, then. And then down is, like, don't even watch it. I would I well, yeah, I would almost say that because, to me, um, I just think it's all great, so it doesn't matter. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> I'm being bullied here, and uh, Bob is just getting delusional because he's tired. So, on uh, Impact right. last week. I'm all right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, he's really all right, guys. Uh, on the November 19th, 2005 edition of Impact, Bob, we saw quite the uh, the buildup starting for 
turning point. I almost said you final want, resolution. You wanted to say final resolution again. I could just sense it. Yeah, I did. I you almost said it. Really? Were, said you it. were like, oh, final? Oh, shit. Turning point. Yeah. I did. I almost said it. Um, give me a few years and I'll be right. But um, So let's run down the card yeah. quick of what we just saw. And then we will. Uh, I have very brief notes um, to start us off today. And then a few very brief notes for during the show as well. It's a light notes week, but there's nothing wrong with that. First off, we saw Samoa Joe defeat Jarrell Clark in two minutes and seven seconds. Then we saw America's Most Wanted defeat the team of Apollo and Sonny Siaki in seven minutes, three seconds. And then Rhino that defeated... That match was seven minutes long? Mm-hmm. I think there might have been a commercial or two in it, though, so we probably got, you know, a little bit of that cut out on our end. But... Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't realize it was that long. And then Rhino and Abyss, Rhino defeated Abyss in 8 minutes, 56 seconds. And I feel like, I'll be honest with you, I feel like I felt every bit of that 8 minutes. That one, yeah. That one felt longer than the... Um, But a few things we should... The tag match? Yeah, I agree. The tag match was fun. Uh, If you guys did not listen to our last episode, um, there were some different attire choices between Apollo, who had a bandana (laughs) on, to cover up the fact that he was going to get hit with a beer bottle. And a pop, or and then Sonny Siaki, who wore like old trunks, and he, he's bald now. It was a very interesting situation. After the match, Team 3D came out, um, challenged America's Most Wanted to a tables match at Turning Point, and uh, it was really our first official match. Jarrett also found out that he will be facing Rhino, and in the rubber match, which is yeah, an now... interesting choice. Yeah, because at the start of the show, well, not at the start, but Jarrett went to Tanae and Don was, and Tanae was like, well, I, we don't know. We'll find out later tonight. I was expecting something in the ring, and then it's revealed as, like, Christian Cage, because that just seems like something TNA would do. And instead, yeah. it's a backstage segment with Sabisco the meal. You know what? It's, it's fucking Rhino. It's fucking Rhino. What is that? And yeah. Jared's like, but what about Monty Brown? What about Raven? Raven never got, never got a rematch. How do you probably mm-hmm. fight Raven? And then I'm sitting here saying, make it a fucking four-way. Right. I like that idea so much better. Why not? Who cares? Um, I did skip over the fact that Samoa Joe and AJ Styles kind of had a confrontation. Styles was talking to him on the, the Tron as Samoa Joe turned around and Styles says, don't turn your back to me as he's on the video screen, <laughs> which is pretty funny. So so, um, so they're seemingly going that way. Joe is, of course, carrying out Christopher Daniels' blood-soaked towel um, now to the ring as like a trophy, essentially. Yeah. So pretty, pretty interesting stuff that's um, going on here. Uh, we also are apparently getting some big announcement by BG James. I'm really hoping it's on today's episode. <laughs> I'm really hoping <laughs> because I cannot wait many more weeks for this to to. to um, I think they're going to be done, Bob. I think no, this, this is my prediction, and I don't know. I don't know what happens. I really don't. <laughs> I think that he he has Kip join, right? And yeah. then they'll somehow convince Conan, right? So Conan will be like, all right, fine. I'll give it a shot. But if you fucking cross me, you're dead to me. And then mm. the first time they team, and it will be completely accidental. Kip will like accidentally trip him or punch him, whatever, something. And Conan will be like, I fucking told you. Couldn't yeah. trust this guy. 
even though it was Team Canada, they hit me with the hockey stick or something. I'm blaming Kip. And then yep. Yep. that's when Conan will go on his own. I agree. First Probably. opportunity. Um, and then I think the, the biggest thing that kind of happened on our last episode was the Christian promo at the end of the show where Monty Brown came out and confronted him. And they had quite the face-off uh, back-and-forth promo. It was It was pretty good. And then, I think the most important part, what we were hoping was going to happen, Christian got laid out with the pounce, and Monty Brown stood tall as we went off the air. It was a pretty big moment for him, I'd say. Oh, yeah, and I was, I was genuinely surprised. <laughs> I did not think they'd leave him playing. But to me, that's what you want to do. When you promote it as Christian Cage's first TV appearance, people are going to tune in to be like, what's Christian Cage up to? Mm-hmm. And you get a guy like Monty Brown taking him out to that new viewer. Holy shit, who's why is Monty Brown doing that? How, what? I need to know what's going on there. Love it. Yeah, I agree. I'm for it. Um, I really have one note for you, Bob, to uh, to kick us off, and it's like half relating to us, so it's like just a little. Just a little something. And then once again, I have stuff we can talk about during the show as well, unless you unless you want more from me in the beginning. But um, and around this time, so this is November 28th, 2005, Observer Newsletter. Um, and of course, this is after the passing of Eddie Guerrero. And it's official that WWE is introducing a new drug testing policy. And so Dave has a little interesting note here because I'm not we're not going into WWE's drug testing policy because this is a TNA podcast. It has nothing to do with them. But he has a pretty interesting point here. So he says, another major question is, what does TNA do? While the finger is always pointed at Vince McMahon, and he's the most important person when it comes to addressing this, nobody should get a free pass. Now, TNA has had a few deaths on this watch as well. TNA's roster includes people WWE dumped over drug issues. Some, most notably, Jeff Hardy, have displayed the kind of erratic behavior in TNA that led to their being fired from WWE, such as arriving late uh, constantly and even missing major dates. WWE was not going to bring him back unless he went to rehab, and he refused to do so. Uh, Did TNA do anything before deciding to use him and push him to prove that he was clean? Uh, Just because TNA is lower on the totem pole and because Eddie Guerrero, at the time of his death, was more of a charismatic and a bigger star than Kurt Hennig, Chris Candido, or Mike Lockwood doesn't make their deaths less significant to their retrospective families. Granted, TNA has not made uh, having a great physique nearly the priority WWE has, and it doesn't appear uh, they have at least the degree of steroid abuse. But clearly, steroid use is significant. And from several accounts, recreational drug use is as much or more significant than WWE. Uh, okay, so I'm I'm confused here. So there are new drug tests, but Eddie's death wasn't drug related. Well, I think that it's probably referencing previous pre- previous and I mean wasn't I mean I guess I don't know. I mean did he have, did he was he did steroids and all that kind of stuff because he was fucking huge. I I would assume so, yeah. Right. So 
I think a lot of that has to be part of it. Um, I mean, I read through a little bit of the WWE drug testing thing because Vince McMahon, like there was, a, I don't have it in my notes anymore. I didn't, I didn't put it in here, but they did say they were going to test for like abuse in prescription medication, abuse, um, just drug abuse in general. Like he, like Dave says here, recreational use, um, steroids, all that kind of stuff. They were testing for everything. Um, and so like even if you had a prescription for something, if you were abusing that drug and they were doing a third party doing all this testing, then you would you'd be in trouble. And so really in the case of TNA, um, a lot of the names we mentioned here, I think a lot of it is more past. I mean, Kurt Hen- or sorry, not Kurt Hennig, really. I'm, I was going to say, Chris Candino did not die because of drug use. He right. died because of the uh, pneumonia in the hospital after he broke his leg. Right. Um, little different, right? I can't remember how um, Mike Lockwood died. I don't remember. I off the top of my I head. believe I believe that was an overdose. Okay, so that one's overdose. Currently, was think, just a heart attack, right? I, Cardiac arrest? Well. Or is his an overdose, too? Kurt might have been drugs. I can't remember. I, I can't mean, remember. But I know Candido check. for I, sure was not. Candido does not apply to the, to that. So uh, Lockwood, which is also um, Crash Holly. Um, yeah, so he he likely overdosed because he had prescription drugs and alcohol. So that was probably a suicide because his wife had recently um, mm. delivered divorce papers. Yeah, so it was officially ruled a homicide in Stevie Richards. Um, he died at Stevie Richards' house on November 6, 2003. Oh, well. Uh, Kurt Henning. That let's see here. That was. Yeah. So the uh, medical examiner declared acute cocaine intoxication. And then Larry Henning, his father, stated that steroids and painkillers also contributed to his death. And that was on February tenth, two thousand three. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was 44. Yeah, that's crash crazy. was only 32. It's crazy. That crash yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Wow. Uh, so yeah. So there's there's that. So I guess crash and Kurt would apply for TNA. Right. The the drug aspect of it. Yeah, I mean, I think the more interesting part of this situation is what he mentions uh, about Jeff Hardy at this time. He I mean, he got released from WWE because he did not want to go to rehab, and then TNA scooped him up. Yeah, I think I think that's where you could fall into an issue potentially. Yeah, if they, that's if they don't blatantly ignoring. Yeah. So. Like I said, like how he starts. So what's TNA going to do? And I don't know when or if we're really going to learn much more about this, but I thought it was very interesting to bring up. Um, And like I said, there's a pretty decent uh, little chunk here about that. So pretty interesting. 
nonetheless. Yeah, so like TNA could be seen as just like enabling that behavior. Right, which is with, with Jeff Hardy, they're just like, oh, hey, you're a name. So what? You're doing drugs. I mean, that's kind of what it, it kind of reads as, right? Well, and even Jeff on his podcast has kind of been like, what do you do in your personal life? I have nothing to do with that. That's what you do on the job. Right. Which is kind of scary. Right. Because, like, if, I mean, I don't know how, I don't even know how my business, I don't think my business would be like, Bob, it's okay that you're doing coke. You just can't do it at work. I'd be like, well, if that is your only as long as you're not at work, it doesn't affect yeah, but that, work. I think that's fucked up. That's fucked up. As as I mean, a I, mean I don't agree with it. I'm just saying. As a supervisor, if I found out that a fellow coworker or you know somebody that I supervise, if they're like, yeah, Bob, you know, I'd be doing coke, but never at work. There's a home. <laughs> I feel like that there's a level of responsibility, but for never me to at be like. Work. <laughs> For me to be like, no, what? I gotta tell. We gotta figure something out to like help you. Oh, that is so funny. Yeah, never at work, but I do. I do. As soon as I clock out and get home, I I do a line real quick. It's just like people are drinking. I'm not drunk at work, but when I get off the job, I'm but when fucking... I go home, yeah, for a bit at work, they were allowing people to have one alcoholic beverage on lunch. And I said, hey, they ain't good. Because you know what? They never specified how big. <laughs> so I was like, oh, oh shit. These people are going to be coming back fucking wasted. Did they stop doing that? Oh, it's done. <laughs> it's done. You can't do that anymore. That's stupid. Oh, so get to take the edge off. Okay. Oh, yeah. come on. That's what they said, if, too. Yeah, if you're, like, stressed out, you know Okay. It's just one beer no, or something. I have yeah, no well, you didn't fucking tell me. You didn't, you didn't tell them that it was a fucking punch bowl full of fucking booze, you dummies. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, my God, dude. That is insane. Yeah, horrible. That horrible. Oh, not smart. Well, that's good stuff. Um, I'm surprised Jeff Hardy didn't put in an application. No, I haven't heard that. Okay. Now you're pushing. Now you're pushing it, Bob. No, I'm saying Jeff Hardy like 2005. Now he's better now, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Anyway, um, let's get into this episode of Impact. Um, Like I said, the other notes I have, we can talk about during the show. Um, Uh I have. I mean, unless you want more, I can tell you more. But. I think we can just get into the show. Yeah, I think we can get into it. Um, yeah. Last week was a big one. This week's a little bit lighter. And um, I got some interviews we'll talk about and all kinds of good stuff like that. So let's do it. All the right. November uh, 26th, yeah. 2005 edition of Impact. Yeah, the approximate runtime for this sucker is 42 minutes and 51 seconds. So if you want to watch along with us, head over to Impact Plus or find it in your own personal collection. It's time for November 26, 2005. Impact. down from three. And I'm going to play. That's what I'm going to do. So here we go. Three, two, one. Play. I almost just forgot you to want? hit play. 
You want to know what my favorite fucking thing is? What's that? Is that Eric Bischoff, oh, who boy. was once the you know head guy for WCW, whatever. God, he has my partner. He has been regulated to being like YouTube influencer people where they're fuck um not clickbait, but like their little picture for their video is him like Oh No, no, it's not. Yeah, it is. Oh no. What is um, it what's he- it called? Thumbnail. Yeah, the thumbnail, yeah. Yeah. He's That's, just like, whoa. Yeah, I love it. Um, to start off impact, we saw a highlight of the Monty Brown Christian Cage situation, and now we're going into our intro right away. Uh, before we get too far into this, Bob, I do want to tell you about the other explosion match from this taping. It aired on December 2nd, 2005, and it was uh, the Naturals teaming up with Lance Hoyt to defeat the Diamonds in the Rough this time. David Young, Elix Skipper, yeah. and Simon Diamond. So a little rematch from the pre-show at Genesis, but opposite result. Interesting. Those explosion viewers were probably thrilled. Oh, yeah. They finally got to see the team win that they wanted to. So, Do you think there was ever somebody out there that strictly watched only explosion? No. You don't think so? No. Um, Monty Brown's coming out. <laughs> Is he, is he wrestling? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's facing off against someone who they may introduce in a minute, but it's Helvis. Oh, this is the guy that teams with Sin. Yeah. Right? So he was on uh, Explosion last week. Monty Brown laying his scent on the rope. Oh, he's going right after him. Oh, this guy looks pretty interesting. Kind of reminds Helvis. me of I don't like his look at all. He reminds me of Mantor. Mantor, Jesus. Mantor. He does. Oh, he's shit. Got he's, breast- oh, well. he's already done. Well, you'll be glad to know, Bob, in 2000, he had a match in the WWF, a dark match, where he lost to Snooka Jr. on Sunday Night Heat. Snooka Jr.? Yeah. Cliff Compton? That's Snooka Jr., isn't it? Wait, no, Deuce. Cliff Compton's not. Is Cliff, Cliff Compton's not. No, no, you're right. You got the wrong one. one. It's, um, yeah, it's you. yeah, you got messed up. Yeah, Cliff Compton is not related. No, wait, you just confused me, and I knew that. You jerk. I know. That's why I was. I know you know. Well, that was a really fast match. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm wondering if like TNA knew that that guy wasn't good. Oh shit, dude! I'm telling, dude, it's gonna be for LK. It's gonna happen. Well, Billy Gunn, I have an interview a note on him. He on WrestleMag.com. He said that his WWE release was a huge surprise, more so because he got he got it handed to him on his birthday. So that's fun. Um, he also huh, thought that not inspired. not yeah right. He thought about not being able to be Billy Gunn was a crock of shit. He'd used the name for thirteen years. He said, and it wasn't like they were going to give it to anyone else. They fired me, so why why do they want the name? 
And of course, it's because it's an IP thing. It's has nothing to do with him, but nothing to do with him. And he he wouldn't be known without their IP. Are we about to find out right now, dude? Here comes your life crew. Oh no, it's just, okay, BG. Oh wait, that is BG. Where's Conan? Okay. Yeah, here's Conan. And actually I have a Conan note as well. This is a good time to give you that. Um Conan Dude, saw... I've never been I've never been more excited for a three life cruise like because I'm pretty sure. Look who's behind him. Oh Look shit, Kip's him. right there. Oh fuck. Does Conan know this? Does he know that yeah, James he... is behind him? Yeah, he has to know. Wait a minute. Um, Hang on a minute. BG's wearing a nin shirt. I didn't even notice that. Oh, fuck. Okay, okay, he's cutting music. I'll tell you the Conan note after. Let's see what this is all about. I'm so scared. I've never been more nervous. Was the thing? Kip was just on the floor. How did he get in the ring? A really bad cut. As much as I love you and as much as I love you. He points at Conan in Ryan Killings. I love him, uh, too. <laughs> He's sounding a little mean. Yeah, Our love is for real. You're my family. But he's my family, too. Conan just cut him off. One minute. Oh, he always latches onto somebody and builds himself up. Honky talks, valet. <laughs> oh, man, he almost <laughs> he says, who's the star in DX? And then he almost married a cat called Palumbo. That's good. That was pretty good. Shit. How's he supposed to react when all you do is cuss him in Spanish? And he doesn't even know what you're saying half the time. Did Tanae just say, where are the subtitles? Huh. You like Kip's, like, couple of little mini braids he's got on each side of his head. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing with that. And an up or down vote. Truth, you first. Look at me. Wait, why are we voting when he said he had the announcement? I don't know. Do you accept this man as a member of our family? It's obviously going to be 1-1, one, one, and then BG's going to be like, he's in. The only problem I had is I wanted to know the truth. He never doubted him from day one. Any family of yours is a family of mine. So he says yes, he hugs him. Okay. He hugs Kip even. Okay. Dude, Conan, Conan, dude. Oh, my God. He's in his face. What is his fucking problem? (laughs) You've been bitching and bitching. I can't stand it anymore. You're going to answer me right here, right now. Give him an up or down vote now. Either you're with us or you're against us. Don't talk to Conan like that. Well. Have I ever given you a reason to doubt my word? Maybe. 
actually. Didn't you beat up your father and join sex? I mean, that was kind of questionable. Oh, yeah, it was. (laughs) Damn it. Trust me one more time. Yay or nay? Is he a member of the family? Always going to keep it real. You never broken your word to me? If he's your brother and your brother, he's my brother. Wow, dude. Okay. No way. Fuck you. Dude, they all put their hands in. Who's turning right now? Someone's turning, right? Is he going to clothesline him? The Suntan Superman. He's got to deck him. He was just... The four live crew, baby. Let's go. Yeah. This mother is a yeah. bad jam. <clears throat> we did it. Three live crew. You need a new song. Conan went from this guy tried to marry a cat named Palumbo. I don't like him. Blah, blah, blah. 20 seconds later, he's like, you know what, BG? Oh, look at, look at. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett versus Kip James. Abyss versus Jeff Hardy. Perfect. But up next, AJ Styles in action. Wow, dude. Um, so listen to this. Oh, hold on. We have Brian or uh, Brad. What was his name? I don't know. That guy's not a doctor. <laughs> Talking about no decreased decrease motor skills. His intracranial bleeding. He cannot come back until he's asymptomatic. Okay. Wow. What an update. Uh, Chris Saban's coming out. Um, so Conan, um, he saw he saw uh, someone who's been talking a lot about uh, Chris Jericho at the funeral for Eddie Guerrero, and he asked him if he's interested in coming in and when. Uh, Jericho, t- <laughs> wait a minute, wait. A yeah. Minute. So um, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Are you saying wait? Chris Saban saw him at the funeral. No, Conan. Oh, Conan. Conan. Okay. I'm trying to get my Conan note out. Okay, hang on a minute. I'm not. I'm not ready to deal with this. So Conan went to Eddie Guerrero's funeral <laughs> and approaches Chris Jericho at the funeral, <laughs> saying, "Hey, are you interested in coming to TNA or what?" And 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 when? And when? And when, when are you coming? Well, don't worry, because Jericho told them that right now he is happy being away from wrestling and right now isn't thinking about coming back. And you know why that is? Probably because his friend just died. His... Yeah. <laughs> he's at a funeral of one of his friends. His fucking friend died. That's why he's not thinking. That's why he's not even thinking about it. It's just like Bob got hit by a car. He was not thinking about doing the podcast, but I was. No, yeah, you were. <laughs> Anyways, Chris Saban versus AJ Styles here on Impact. This should be good. That's amazing. Um, All right. Well, Chris (laughs) Saban's got some that one, Bob. Uh, On November 4th, he lost to Brian Danielson in a match for the Ring of Honor World Title at Showdown in the Motown. November 12th, Chris Saban defeated Mike Quackenbush to become the number one contender for the CZW Ironman Championship. He's still got a whole bunch more. Jesus Christ. Uh, November 18th, Petey Williams defeated Chris Saban at Pro Wrestling Grills All-Star Weekend Night 1. 
And then on night two of that, uh, Chris Saban and Kazarian defeated Hardcore Kid and P.D. Williams uh, for Pro Wrestling Grill, yeah. Um, AJ Styles, on the 19th of November, uh, Christopher Daniels, hey, look at that. So much for that concussion, Dr. Guy. Uh, Christopher Daniels defeated AJ Styles and Matt Seidel to become the number one contender for the ROH World title on uh, November 20th. Uh, IWC Super Indie Champion John McChesney defeated AJ Styles and Shannon Moore to retain the title. Look at, look at this, this package. There you go. It's official. Styles and Samoa Joe for the X Division title. Barboy Massacre. Why do I feel like he said Sabu weird? Sabu. 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 Abyss for Sabu. 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 And Barboy Massacre. That's going to be pretty wild. <laughs> this is a match I've been wanting to see. It's Saban and Styles. I just said a pop of Hurricane Run and a beautiful dropkick by Styles taking out Chris Saban as we're coming back from the commercial break. It's right in TV 14. In case you're wondering. I was like, mess up. If you want to know about the code of the X Division, watch these guys right here. That's what Don Mus is here, Here's my thing, guys. Yeah. We've been watching TNA 2002, 2003, 2004, 2005. Mm-hmm. About four years, three and a half years. Yeah. This is the first that I'm hearing of any type of code. Well, I know, but I think you don't understand, Bob. It's an unspoken, unwritten code between the guys. Oh, okay. Um, so AJ is choking the shit out of Chris Saban right now because of the code. But don't worry, Saban popped out the code. I think they should honestly start doing bullshit. If you're going to do this code thing, shake your hands in the beginning and do the code of honor, essentially. Who cares? Although, to be honest with you, I think the code of honor is kind of stupid, in my personal opinion. I don't know what you feel about it, but. Oh, shit. Buckle bomb? No. The code. Oh. Was that dropkick to the face part of the code? Oh, my God. There's a sign that says AJ sucks. I don't even know how you could think that. I think it's talking about AJ Lee. Not in 2005. He's not. What's she, 10? You don't know that. She's the worst. She's a horrible fifth grader. Was she that young in 2005? I don't know, dude. She's wicked young, so. She was young in WWE, and that's what? Maybe. That's like, what, 2011? Oh, that's what I was going to say, and I didn't... I, that felt too early, but I think that's about right. So it's like six years? Holy shit, man. You might be right. Pretty... She... So what? 20, so she would be like 14? Yeah, probably more like <laughs> that's that. That's so yeah. weird. Yeah, it's so weird to think that. Well, I think... You know what I find, like, fascinating? is So, like, half of the Impact roster... Is like, yo, I grew up watching TNA, and like now they're gonna wrestle in TNA because they're they're switching back. Like half of the roster's young enough where it's like, I was a fan of TNA before I was a wrestler. 
That's yeah, why. Unfortunately, they were all too young to know when it sucked. Well, I mean, realistically, I mean, these kids are born in what, 2002, 2003? No, I'm talking I about mean, the people you're... on the roster. Yeah. No, they're We're not in that 2024, young. baby. They're, no, we are not. They just hired, no, they just hired a 19-year-old. Who? Oh, the, oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, he. Okay, he's too young. He's too young. Yeah. He didn't experience uh, 2010 live. He doesn't know that shit. He just sees the video packages on Facebook. Where, oh, double kick to the face. Yeah, these guys have been going at it. We almost saw a Styles Clash, but Saban broke out. And now we just took each other out with a kind of an integrity. He but regardless, double drop kick, whatever you want to call it. They're both down. This is a double kick. Yeah. How do you feel about the weird-ass Team 3D turning point poster where it's just both of them like this? Fist up, just staring. Yeah. There it is. Those are my favorite type of posters when it's, like, nothing. Could you imagine just getting a, a, a turning point um, t-shirt of just the freaking Team 3D guys' faces on it. It's great. No. I love it. I was really disappointed when we went to Bound for Glory last year and they didn't even have a logo shirt. Dude, they didn't have... I Oh, Samoa Joe's coming out of here again. Samoa Joe with the bloody get... towel. Yeah. Or no, was it Rebellion? The Rebellion? Moose and Josh Alexander? Like I wanted that like poster shirt. And they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, we ran out of two X's. I'm like, do you not know your wrestling audience? Because, like, no one's going to be a small. Holy shit. Running sit-out powerbomb by saving goes to recover. And that's a two. Well, to be fair, Bob, you should have got a smaller size because you don't wear that size anymore. Yeah, but I've always worn bigger clothes. So. I like to but trick I, people. I like people yeah. like, oh, wow, you're fat. And they like, no, God, yeah. Uh, I think Saban's about to pull a fast one on Styles here because of Samoa Joe. Uh, and I say that, and here's a Styles class, but look at that. Saban drops down to a knee. He knows how to counter Just the Styles the destroyer. Exactly. If you're following along, we're 18 minutes, 31 seconds into the show. Mm. Ah, shit. Here we go. Boom. Never mind. That was Spoke nice. That was a good counter. Beautiful. Okay, Styles wins. See, I feel like I would have had him lose because he was distracted by Joe. No, I don't mind. I, I don't mind that. It it's fine. AJ. It's well, I, that's why. That's why I don't care. <laughs> like, oh darn, AJ won a match. Didn't see that coming. He's good as uh, fuck. So Joe's winning the title. I, I mean, he's undefeated still. Yeah, there's no way he's not. Um, Bob, an interesting note here. Uh, we'll have to keep an eye out for this one, but um, there's a woman named Alexis from the latest, or the last WWE Diva Search. She's apparently been working as a ring girl for TNA. She's never been acknowledged on camera. Uh, she was apparently the first woman eliminated in the Diva Search, uh, but was the biggest wrestling fan of the group. She's Sounds now a right. ring girl here. Interesting. Oh, we just saw Samoa Joe. Um, he did another interview um, between the Worlds Radio. He's asked the usual question about why he chose TNA over WWE. We've heard this so many times, so I'll just give you the cliff notes. Um, 
WWE doesn't do his style. There you go. He looked in the mirror. He doesn't fit the mold, blah, blah, blah. Said that TNA was genuinely excited to have him, whereas WWE might have wanted to pay him to sit at home and not work for the competition. Uh, he's also um, he's also liked the chance to work uh, some WWE guys. So he want he wants to at least at this time work with Chris Benoit and Kurt Angle. Um, and he did note that his brother was one of the guys doing the Samoan dance with him at um, the last pay per view. I thought that was interesting. Oh. Look at Raven in the car here as Zabisco goes out in the parking lot. I don't got your book this week. Signed the dotted line. You insignificant little toady. I'm not signing nothing. Oh. House of Fun next week. Oh. I'm not going to be held accountable for the bloodbath. Drive monkey. He rolls up the window and he's leaving. So next week, dude, that's big. Why do I feel like that Raven in the bag of a car like that doesn't fit his character? Because it doesn't. <laughs> like, I would expect it maybe like a beaten down car or something, but like, no. Christian Cage backstage with Shane Douglas. Have you ever seen the movie Looper? No, but I I know what it is, kind of. Okay, this is Looper. <laughs> Why do they look? They look so similar. This is a fucking Looper. I'm telling you, it's insane. Shane Douglas is the future of what Christian Cage is. They got the same hair going on. Hmm. Story ain't over yet. He's talking about Monty Brown. I pick my sorry ass up. Oh, he knocked on Larry Zabisco's door. At turning point, I want Monty Brown. You want it? You got it. There you go. The Alpha Male versus Christian Cage, one-on-one at turning point. Okay. Great, love it. You should be worried about Christian Cage sidestepping you or bypassing you. You need to worry about Christian Cage going straight through you. Because that's how... Oh, Gail Kim just stepped in. She wanted to let him know. Shane Dog is checking her out. (laughs) He made a great decision by joining the TNA roster. Oh, you made the wrong choice, though, because you aligned yourself with the wrong people. Jeff and Scott gave you the best opportunity of your career. Oh, America's Most Wanted. We'll take you, champions. We're going to have to talk from you. That was the fakest swig of beer James Storm has ever taken. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Now there is liquid in it, though. Maybe there he really did. I thought it was empty, and he just did a fake little. They're saying Christian Cage is not getting near that char- the championship. Sorry about your damn luck. Back to the ring. <clears throat> All right. 
Let's see, Mr. Abyss. Where are we at here? All right, so this is the 26. All right, so Abyss. I, oh, wow. I guess this just spoiled some NBA cyberspace for me. Damn it. I haven't reviewed it yet. Uh, on November oh, no. 19th, <laughs> Abyss pulled some double duty. So he wrestled Rhino in a best two out of three falls tables match. And Rhino won that one. And then at the end of the night, Abyss was in a three-way for the NBA Cyberspace Heavyweight Championship where he defeated Chris Harris and Jeff Jarrett to win the title. So, if you want a Cyberspace story, I guess I can give you it. So, back in like September or August, uh, before Jarrett won the title in Canada, over in Cyberspace, Chris Harris became the number one contender to Russell Jeff Jarrett. They've had a couple of matches in 2004. Story could be pretty good. Well, obviously, AMW's turned heel. Cyberspace kind of being an extension of TNA for New Jersey. They then did basically a swerve where I believe Jarrett just lays down for Chris Harris at that show. That's insane. And then Billy Firehawk's like, whoa, 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 whoa. No. Now this comes out three way. Uh, okay. <clears throat> that's kind of fun. I'm pretty sure that's how it is. Abyss and Jeff Hardy going right at it, by the way. Oh no. Um already? Shock treatment? Oh, oh. Slip through, rolls up. Nope. I was about to say, holy crap, we're going through matches like crazy tonight, but. Clotheslines the monster outside the ring. Here comes Jeff Hardy. Crossbody, Abyss catches him. Oh, back versions of the post. Bob, I have some good news for you. And that's at the uh, Hard Justice No Surrender Final Resolution Against All Odds and Destination Next DVDs will be out all by Christmas. And don't you worry, the best of Christopher Daniels DVD is also coming out soon. How many pay-per-views are that? DVD? One, two, three, four, five. Huh. Wow. That's crazy that all those are going to be released in time for Christmas. So the same show, late November, the same show that happened in July or something is going to be released the same time that the October show. Not October. I didn't say Bound for Glory. September, though. That's pretty good. That's not bad. I mean, yeah, that's good for them, I guess. Ten bucks. By that DVD. Abyss choking uh, Jeff Hardy here in the corner. I have a few TNA DVDs, actually. More than I thought I did. Oh, yeah? Do you have any I don't have that I could buy from you? No, yeah, I'm sure you have the ones I have. I have a spreadsheet. I mean, that's kind of embarrassing, but... I needed to. Get, I need. I need to figure out what ones I needed. Sure. No. I know. I get it. You don't want to have duplicates. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, do you have a lockdown 2010? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I have that. Let's see. All right. Bound for Glory 2008. Mm, I'd have to check it. I can check right now. <laughs> Let me get my spreadsheet. Let me get my wrestling DVD log spreadsheet out. Jeff Hardy ducking a couple back elbows, comes back, splashes abyss. Well, clothesline. Whoa, whisper in the wind, hits it. Oh, I do oh. not have Bound for Glory 2008. You, you don't? No, I don't have that one. All right, I'll, I'll see you for uh, $75. I actually don't have most of 2008. That's the that's the year I'm missing, really the most of that. I that have started the most from 2008. Really, I have Hard Justice. I think I have Victory Road. I have I have both of those. Oh, because okay. oh, there's a three pack. That's Hard why Hard Justice. Yeah, that's a three pack, dude. It's Cross the Line Volume One three pack. Oh, I don't have it as a three pack. I have it as individuals. Oh. Lights out, lights out. Abyss was going to use a chair on Jeff Hardy. The lights were out. Sabu appeared ringside with the barbed wire chair. Distract him enough. Hardy's Jeff, using the chair. Sorry about the win this. Oh, maybe not. Ref grabbed the chair, but the chair away. just the fate. a fate. Doesn't does he name another twist of hate? Yes, when he's heel. Is he is yeah. Jeff Hardy gets the win. Oh, Sabu's coming in with that barbed chair. Yep, this should be interesting. Because Abyss does not see him yet. Oh, peace on. Abyss is freaking out. How'd they get Abyss to agree to do a match where he's going to be surrounded by the thing that he's scared of most? Sounds like something that Father James Mitchell would do on his behalf. Yeah, that's a fair point. Abyss isn't afraid. I'll prove it. I think I got two more notes for you, Bob. And so let's get them out of the way before this main event. Uh, Dr. Wagner Jr. has talked about leaving AAA. Um, apparently nobody can figure out why. Uh, perhaps he just wants a break from the insane schedule. But regardless, he's also trying to open doors with TNA. Hmm. I'd like to point out the yeah. video that we're watching right now where we're talking about the DVDs that are coming out. We just DVDs. talked about this. That's pretty funny. And to be honest, and it's crazy that at Final Resolution against All Destination, it's like in a completely different company. Yeah. Oh, a Rhino video package here. Mean Streets of Detroit. Ooh, his dad died when he was 14. Working two jobs, sometimes three. Holy crap. We're seeing some wicked old school rhino footage here. It was dirty. It was filthy. What? We blew his nose. Rocks would come out. Yeah, dude, because it was so dirty. He wants to become a champion. Are they trying to make rhino into a very sympathetic baby face here? Is that why he's always angry? Mm-hmm. He didn't have a good upbringing. 
Yeah. Um, as Jeff Jarrett comes out, here's my final note quick for you about uh, Mike Tanay on Figure Four Daily said that he'd like to see uh, one of the upcoming TNA specials feature another World X ter- Cup tournament. Uh, the reason the Liger-Joe match was cut short was due to miscommunication with the referee, and so Liger will hopefully be back at some point. So Tanay also mentioned that during this interview. And I think that's it. I'm double-checking to make sure I didn't miss anything. Nope, I didn't. That is all of our notes for today's episode as we head to the main event. All right, well, I'm actually kind of looking forward to see how uh, Kip James does here. I'm convinced that Conan's going to fuck him over. He's got his new family. Coming for you. He's coming out to the Three Life Crew song. Wait, 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 wait. He's wearing different color knee pads than he had on 20 minutes ago. He had yeah, red. Because he's, he, he's a baby face now. He had red knee pads on. Yeah, well. Wait, and BG wasn't wearing the nin shirt anymore. Yeah, I know. They changed. He's got the same shirt. Kip's got the same shirt. I'm Kip has the same shirt, but BG doesn't. Yeah, but see, Killings and Conan are dressed the same as they were earlier. Yeah, man, you yeah. gotta do. You have to do a ward, ward, uh, wardrobe change. Everybody knows. No, it was twenty minutes ago. It's not that different show. It's a different for live crew. No, I disagree on the wardrobe change. Yeah, that guy, the see, that guy already has a sign. Get out of here, four LK. If that's not the title of this episode, then I messed up. <laughs> Jesus. If you're not down with the four live crew, I got four words for you. I'm Kip James, bitch. Who the fuck? What? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that just happened. That, that when, just when happened. Kip was like, uh, if you're not down with four live crew, that. Conan just took off his shoe and pelted him with the back of the head. Okay, so Jarrett's in the ring. Kip getting back in the ring. Oh. Non-title. Kip can't win the Did these guys or did they not fight in WWF 95? Not 95, no. (laughs) WBF uh, 1999. No, it's too late. Too late, yeah. Billy Gunn wasn't really having singles matches yeah. against uh, Jeff Jarrett. Certainly not for the ice. He's measuring Kip James with a chair. chair. Oh. Rudy Charles is doing absolutely He's nothing. Also, I think Kip is busted on his eyebrow. He is. Hold on. Nope, it was his hair. Oh, no, yeah, he's got a little blood. Oh, he is. Yeah, he's got a little trickle there. Oh, look at this. Jeff Jarrett's going into the crowd. If you guys are playing Jeff Jarrett match bingo, please mark down fighting in the crowd if you could. Congratulations. And use a chair. I mean, that's one, too. Yeah. Now, normally it's Jeff Jarrett's title match bingo. However, in this particular case, you could still play. 
It's kind of funny because Kip is like significantly larger than Jarrett, and Jarrett's like throwing him around. Yeah, that I was gonna point. I was gonna say, Kip, Kip is, is a, a huge. Much Look at everyone push the fans back. Get a fuck out of the way. They have one security person. The guy in the green right there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Back to racing. Kip is looking like he's out of it. Is Four Live Crew even at ringside, or do they just leave? Um, well, Gail Kim is right there. Um, I saw Gail. Hmm. Oh, no. Oh, slid out him with a nice right hand after he did that middle rope crotch thing. Um, Three Life Crew apparently is gone. I don't see him anywhere. Look at him now. So much for having Kips back. Jeez. Ain't he great? (laughs) He's Kip James, huh, bitch? Yeah, I didn't think so. Oh, he missed the splash over the middle rope. I can't believe that. He might have pulled a muscle. Oh, off the ropes. Tilt to whirl slam by Kip James. Double down, not mark it down on your bingo board. Mark it down, yeah. We didn't get a sleeper, though, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd like to point out that we literally still have four minutes, 55 seconds left in the match. So there's plenty <laughs> of time yeah. to put a sleeper hold in. Yeah. Plenty of time for a guitar shot, too. Guitar shot. I will I will count if you guys are playing and you have blood, like someone blew a bust open. Kip James is, is technically beating. It's not Jared, but. But that counts. I would say it counts for sure. Yeah, it goes on the bingo board. On the bingo. Jared came off the rope with the right hand, but Kip blocked it. Now Kip is laying him in. Irish whip. Here comes Jeff Jarrett. Back elbow. Takes him out. And now a clothesline. Jarrett might lose the NWA title if this was a title match. Kip's splash. Oh. oh. Famous. Uh, Ah, no, he ran away. Um, I'm going to make a correction here, Bob. I just noticed Kip does, in fact, have the red knee pads underneath his... Who is this? Hold on a second. Is that who I think There's a woman coming down. It's Jackie Jackie Gaeta. Jerry is saying, stay back. Why is she here? What is she doing? Oh, she's going after Gal Kim. It's not what you think. Are they playing this as Jarrett's like love interest? Oh yeah, so then tell me what is it? Oh, he just pushed her, told her to leave. Gail Kim and Jackie Gaeta fighting ringside now. In the, they were in the middle of a match. 
and we have a cat fight going on. What the? I don't know what's going on. Interesting. Okay, well, back to the match. <laughs> it's not what you think. I mean, well, backbreaker by Kip. Now he's going to go for the famous again, and he hits it. Uh, one, laid out. Two. Oh, Holy out. crap! I was like, "Yo, is he is Kip James about to pin Jarrett right now?" I think you're right, though. I think they're making it sound like as if Jarrett is dating. Oh, right oh Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode breaks the hockey Jarrett stick over Kip James' Jarrett. back. Stroke. There you go. One, two, three. There was virtually no wrestling in that match. It was just brawling in the crowd. And then, I think I'm realizing yeah. what I don't like about LOL Jarrett wins. And it's that he gets his ass beat and all of a sudden he does something and wins. And it was it's just really fast. And it's like. But he was just laid out all of a sudden the hockey stick and hits a stroke and he pins him. And now he's acting like he oh. never even was just laid out. BG James is going after Jared and Rude with some four Irish. Irish whip. BG ducks it. Oh, jabs. Here we go. They can't be doing this. He sang the song for him and everything. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, the Northern Lariat by Dang. Bobby Rude. Where's Conan? Where's Ron? They're coming. There's the truth. Conan taking Conan. a little bit longer to get in there, but he's in there. Oh, rolling thunder clothesline to Jeff Jarrett. Oh shit! That corkscrew forearm. I'm about to be rude by everyone killings. And here comes Eric Young and uh, P.D. Williams in a one. Are we about to have a 15-second run-in at the end here, you think? Rhino. Oh, fuck yeah. It's definitely going to be Rhino. It's going to be Rhino. At, yeah, like 10 seconds left. Where's oh, no. Gale? Jarrett's like, where's Gale? Oh, wow. Nobody coming out? Raven's house of fun for next week. Okay, and we go off the air. And that wraps it up. Okay. Uh, that wasn't bad. No, I think it was it was a good episode. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I don't know why I'm supposed to believe that Jeff Jarrett has a romantic relationship with Jackie Gaeta, but okay. Yeah, and I guess okay. So here's the here's the time here. So Bob, you make fun of me all the time. Okay, I don't know Nick Kudikol off. It's bullshit. Okay, guys, go listen to the episode. However, <laughs> if Mike Tina, if we haven't talked about Jackie Gaeta recently. And Mike Tanay didn't say, hey, that's Jackie Gata. I probably wouldn't have been like, hey, that's fucking Jackie Gata coming down. I would have no yeah. idea. Yeah. And so to me, it's like they expected to be, me to be like, holy shit, dude. Jackie Gata's here. But in reality, like, I barely knew who she was in WWE and I was watching actively. So. Yeah, I mean, she. It's fine all she did was uh, she won tough enough she had arguably the worst match in raw history ever 
And then she managed Charlie and Rico. That I remember. I think actually now that you say that, I feel like that's why I know who she is. Really, is that the that yeah. managing thing? Yeah, that's what I would think is what people would know. So, I don't know. It's fine. I mean, I'm not going to knock it. I'll give it a chance. But it seems like a weird. I would almost say if it wasn't de- her debut, wasn't like in this way in the middle of a main event. And like acting as if she's like married to Jarrett or a love interest and is like, what's Gal Kim doing with you? She's only been with yeah. you for like six weeks or more. Then maybe I, you know, on live TV, national television. I haven't I haven't seen you on TV. I didn't know you guys yeah. were hanging out. Well, maybe she doesn't stay up late on Saturday. That's fair. Some people don't. Anyways, I'm curious of what that's going to lead to. Uh, this, this, it just screams to me, dude. Early TNA. What was it? What was the girl's name again? The one who was like taking money from everyone. Alicia. Yeah, it's like that led to nowhere. I feel like this is going to lead to nothing. Yeah, because I don't think that they're going to be like, oh, Jeff Jarrett's just been having like an affair. I don't think they're going to do that Ooh, either. Jackie Gata. Because no, <laughs> there's no way. There's no way. I mean, I don't. There's no way. I don't even believe that Jeff Jarrett in like the Tina universe. I don't believe that Jeff Jarrett could get a girl like Gal Kim. <laughs> and I sure as hell don't believe that he could get a girl like Jackie Gaeta. Oh my god. So. Oh. In the Tina universe, I don't see that happening. Well, that it'd be like it'd be like in the WCW universe of. Billy Kidman getting Tori Wilson. Like, you don't believe it. But in real life, he did actually get her. For a few years, at least. Or, like, right. David Flair and Stacey Keebler. Like, you don't believe it. But it happened. Yeah, that's fair. I don't think Gail Kim's messing with uh, Double J now. It's weird. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you would have told me that Jackie Gata was debuting on this episode, I would have been like, wow. Like, why? Yeah, I think that. No, she's a love love interest of Jeff Jarrett. What? Well, that would be the last thing I'd guess. I'm gonna be honest. Last thing, last fucking thing. No way would I guess that. Well, okay. Well, I guess. Oh yeah. We'll have uh, more questions. Hopefully, they get answered. I'm sure maybe Jackie Gator will get a lengthy uh, in ring promo. That way, she can explain (laughs) how she even met Jeff Jarrett. Because I don't know how they're. The biggest takeaway, the biggest takeaway on this episode, Bob, is it's not the one, it's not the two, it's not the three, but it's the four four. live crew. Mm -hmm. How long is it going to be the four live crew? I give it two more weeks, and that's it. I yeah, I (laughs) doubt that we're going into two thousand six. There's no way with the four live crew intact. No, there's no no way. way. There's no way. Conan won't. Conan wouldn't let that happen. There's if, no way. If it was me, I'd book them to break up next week, and they'd be having their little tag match at uh, Turning Point, and we'd be ending this. Well, they're not gonna end it. They'll drag it out. <clears throat> I I know. I think it's I been think nine months, game, Bob. We've dragged it out enough. I think it's gonna keep on going. I think the end game here is Conan and Kip at Lockdown. Holy shit. In, yeah. in April? Yeah, dude. 
Oh my god. I don't know That's if I can do it. I don't know if I can last till April. Yeah. Conan will officially turn at Destination X 2006. And then April will be the time. Like, I'll get you in a cage. My God. Or lockdown will be Kip and BG against Conan and like Apollo or something. Conan and Apollo. And then we won't get the singles match until Sacrifice. Oh, God. And then like, you know, Conan can... Uh, Kind of promo like I I made a I took a sacrifice, letting you in the three life crew, and then you you sacrificed my friendship something something stupid. Anything's possible, I suppose. I live I live for it. Never say never. Uh, never say never. Could happen. It's <laughs> Chris. I know we're at Eddie Grail's funeral. You, know, you think you're coming in? <laughs> and if you are, when? It's fucked up. It's so it's fucked like, up. I don't know, Conan. I'm literally at an open casket of my friend that's dead. I don't think I'm thinking about total nonstop action right now. We're literally mourning. But, but would you tell me? Hey, would you tell me you're coming here? You think you're, you're going to come to TNA? And also, uh, someone's got to spill it to, to somebody's got to spill it to Meltzer. Okay, and I talked to him. I'll talk, so. Well, my favorite part of that it was one of two people who told Meltzer. It was either Conan or it was Chris Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> probably, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally. I hope. I hope it's Jericho. It's gotta be, dude. Isn't he like a known like Melter person? I think so. But I, I feel like Jericho. Yo, Dave, you're not gonna believe this. Fucking, I'm at the funeral, and Conan comes up to me. Because if Conan was like, Yo, Davey, yo, bro. So like. That's what I mean. It's gotta. I walk up to Jericho. Jericho. I'm like, I'm like, yo, Tina, you coming in? It's gotta it would, be. It would look pretty shitty to be like, you know, I asked him at the funeral. Because like he has to answer me. I don't know. Uh, all right. Let's uh, continue continue on with our TNA watch along um, project here. So that was okay. So our next episode is December third. And we do have a announced match. Well, not a fully announced match, but it's going to be the Clockwork Orange House of Fun. Mm-hmm. It's going to be making it's, its debut next week. Debut on Spike. Um, so that should be fun. Larry Savisco is like, Raven, you're going to just get your butt kicked because you wouldn't sign that piece of paper. Um, and then we have, so basically we're two weeks away. From Turning Point. And the key matches for Turning Point uh, have our interest, no doubt about it. And I'm looking forward to being able to check that out. Oh, yeah. So until next week for the Clockwork Orange House of Fun, I'm Bob Bob Conley Jr. He's Dallas Gridley. And this has been the TNA Cross the Line of Podcast. This mother is a bad jam. Beware. For you, it's the remix. Three live crew still getting rowdy. Oh, I didn't say. Oh, you didn't know. We the three LK. Beware, it's the remix. And we still getting rowdy. Oh, you didn't know that we the three LK. Mike J.
check, my check, press the mic, one, two, three. You got the truth, K-Dog, and BG. And we do the damn thing because we can. And I am the Sundance Superman. I be stepping like the big black incredible hole. But hold on, you know what they say if you study long, you study wrong. At NWA, we be standing strong. We be cooking like neck bone. Smoking like Cheech and Chong. no competition, get any opposition. See the three live crew hit switches. And then we knock the doors down. Hell, we're the NWA tag champions now. All day, every day. I'm back with that sick with it though. I'm a pro, I'm a hustler, I'm the grind, and attacking that tax free dough. No, see, no. The three life crew be like, whoa. Bring it back, bring it back, give me that flow. A redneck and a spit backed up by a Negro. Beware, coming for you. That's the remix. Three life crew, still getting rowdy. Y'all. 